Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we are going to talk about seven age-old sales hacks that still work today. So I'll start with number one. Number one, this is from the late Chet Holmes. This is from his book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. Highly recommended. It's about the concept of building a dream 100. So this is the target dream 100 list of clients that you want to go after. This is the list that you keep going after no matter what. Even if they keep saying no, you just keep going, you keep going. And then eventually you're going to get, even if you get 15, 20% or so, you're going to be in a really good position. Start thinking about who your dream 100 or even start smaller. Who's your dream 25? Go after that and then make sure that, well, you focus. Number two. And I used to do this around 10 years ago. It still works today. If you're trying to close a big account with, let's say, a large Fortune 100 company or even a large company that you're having a hard time getting a hold of, email the CEO and send them something that goes like this. Hey, John or hey, Sue, whatever their name is. Hey, Sue, I know you're really busy, but if you can forward this email over to the person who's in charge of your marketing, that would be great. I have a way to increase your traffic by X or your conversion rates by Y. Uh, You guys are making a lot of mistakes that are making you lose to X, Y, and Z competitor. Cheers, Neil. And you can adapt that to whatever industry you're in. But when you send it to the CEO, yes, they're probably not going to respond to you. But a good portion of the time, they'll forward it to whoever's in charge of that division and let them figure it out. And when your CEO sends you an email... It usually is received in a very positive fashion because the person's like, oh, wow, you must know the CEO. You never said you know the CEO, but they're usually going to make that assumption. And when the CEO tells them to look into something, they're going to spend the time and attention and give you the energy you need to figure out if they can work with you or not. Number three, the fortune is in the follow up. So this quote came from John Maxwell and John Maxwell. Well, he's a really popular motivational speaker. So it makes a lot of sense, right? So when you're reaching out to people, people are busy. If I try to hit Neil, well, actually, Neil's Neil's an exception. That's a bad example because Neil responds to everything. So if you think about hitting any other busy CEO, I mean, here's the thing. They probably have their assistant reading their email and they're just too busy, right? But if you follow up um, with the right people a couple of times, they're going to eventually get back to you because you don't know what people are doing. Maybe they're not there at 10 a.m. when you scheduled that email to go out. So make sure that you're following up because a lot of times that one response comes maybe four, five, six emails down the road. So you never really know. So that's why the fortune is in the follow-up. People give up too easily. Number four, give before you ask. In sales, everyone's like, I'm going to go make some sales. I'm going to crush it. I'm going to close some deals. Why not just try to help people out first? If you help them, you educate, you try to really solve their problems and make sure they're better off than before when they talk to you, they're much more likely to sign up as a customer. Selling doesn't just revolve going out there and pitching people on your product or service. Selling is also about educating, helping people, getting them to understand what's wrong, 
showing them how to fix it, whether they pay you or they don't pay you. Because the companies that have enough money won't care to go around you and do it themselves. They'll just write you a check. So help them out first. Number five, do something that stands out. So here's an example. I know people that will sometimes take a bottle of champagne and walk into the office. So that's really bold. I'm not saying you should do that. But I also know other people that have ordered tacos ahead of time and had them delivered to that office. So when you do something that stands out, when you do something that's actually remarkable, so taking taking a page from Seth Godin, do something that's remarkable, do something that stands out because people are calling all the time. They're sending emails all the time. Sure, that works. But even if you want to, even if you don't want to send them tacos, you don't want to send them champagne. I mean, look, even if you send them a, per, a more personalized email, that's going to stand out more because while you actually took the time to research into that person and you took the time to understand what really drives that person. Number six, go to conferences. Conferences have been around for ages. They work well. And the reason they work is because people are getting an ROI from them. We send so many of our sales guys to events. It's one of the highest places that we're going to find leads who are going to close and become customers. Go to as many conferences as possible and have your people just walk the floor, not just attend the events, but network with people and help them out and give business cards. You'll find that you'll generate a lot of revenue from this over time. It's amazing word of mouth. And if someone can go to a conference and pay a few thousand dollars to get in, they usually will have money to pay you. Number seven, last but not least, make them a star. So if you have some kind of in with a, let's say you publish sometimes for an entrepreneur magazine or a Huffington Post or something like that, or if you have a podcast or if you have a YouTube channel, or if you have, if you have a good blog that's driving a good amount of traffic, or if you, have, if you have an email list, think about how you can make them a star because that works really well, at least for me to generate conversations with people that I normally wouldn't get to talk to on the Growth Everywhere podcast. And then from there, you can try to figure out how you can help this, these people even more. So it all starts with helping people first and, well, building a relationship that way instead of saying, hey, come buy my stuff. So, yes, it doesn't scale as well, but it works really well. So that's it for today. But before we go, go to singlegrain.com slash giveaway to check out our daily giveaway, and we'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.